What is up, everybody? We're back. We're back with another episode of the Equipped Podcast. I'm thrilled to be back with you. I hope you all have had a great week. I mean, hey, we are to Friday, and that means that the weekend is coming up. Personally, I'm heading home. I'm heading home this weekend. I haven't been home in a while. Um, However, my parents are not going to be there. They're going down to the University of... Well, I guess it's it's SCAD. So they're taking my younger sister, Malin, down there, an absolute wizard when it comes to anything design-oriented, and that's what SCAD is. I think it stands for Savannah's College of Arts and Designs. So they're going down to Savannah SCAD. We'll just say SCAD. They're going down to SCAD tomorrow. I've got to go home and watch the two doggies, Bella and Remy. I miss them so much. Um but yeah, nonetheless, I'm excited to kind of get home. Charlotte FC has the big opening match on Saturday at like 7.30 p.m., so we're going to go to that. I'm thrilled. We got season tickets. I convinced my dad again. So when I graduated high school, my dad was like, Colby, I got you season tickets, opening season tickets. And so we had season tickets all last year, and I remember him vividly saying, you know, these are tickets we're going to have that you can one day take your kids. And then he barely like re-upped the tickets this year. He was like on the fence about it, didn't know. I was like, yo, Pops, we gotta, we gotta do this. I was like, this is this is a big year. Like you just buy them this year. I'll have a job next year. I'll pay for them. But I want like we have to go. I went to almost all the home games last year. They're a fun time. If you haven't been to one, I highly encourage you to get to one. Anyways, the opening game is Saturday at 7:30 p.m. However, it's supposed to potentially rain, so that's not going to be fun. But you know what? We have one life to live. We might as well live it to the fullest. So I might be out there if it rains, but who knows? We don't know. Uh, it might be good. Again, I hope y'all have had a good week. My week has been absolutely stressful. It, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. That's what we're here for. We're here for honesty. All the professors decided to make some type of big assignment due this week, whether it was papers, projects, um, literally anything under the sun uh, was due this week, uh, all on Wednesday or Thursday. So it's currently Thursday. Um, so by the time this comes out, uh, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for an episode this week. And as you can tell, I'm riding solo. So I apologize if this is somewhat of a short episode or I just kind of seem like I'm rambling at times. I got things I want to talk about, but overall, I just wanted to hop on here and connect with y'all. Somewhat, this is like peace for me. I just enjoy talking into a mic even when I'm sitting in the room alone doing it. But nonetheless, I'm excited to connect with y'all this week. But yeah, like I said, it was a stressful week. I'm not going to lie. My anxiety was up at some points just due to the, I felt like all the assignments. I knew I was going home this weekend too, which I was excited about. However, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to have a lot of time to do homework. So I'm going to need to plan out my weekend accordingly. Uh, I did a decent job of staying on top of work, I would say. Um, but other than that, it was a stressful week. I was excited because we had a intramural soccer game was starting back up, um, which I was thrilled. We had a little preseason game, and then 30 minutes before the game, they decided they wanted to cancel it um, because they couldn't get the lights on, um, which silly reason to cancel if you ask me. You probably should have thought of that, about that before. 30 minutes before the game, but uh, it is what it is. Nonetheless, had some time to hang out with my friends. Um, and then, yeah, honestly, I've been writing papers all week and doing projects, but I've gotten better at doing that since I got put on my medicine for my ADHD because before I couldn't sit down for like 20 minutes and do anything. But now 
I'm able to sit down for a while and do everything. So uh, it's been a good week. I've been thankful. I've tried to be grateful. Nonetheless, even though when it's a busy week, God is still good. We're pushing to spring break. We're pushing to spring break, and I'm thrilled and excited for spring break. Um, I am going on a cruise with my family for spring break, so that'll be nice. It's kind of my last spring break that I'll be able to take because I'm going into the big big boy world next year. I'm going into the workforce, whatever God has me with, whoever God has me with company-wise, I'm excited. I'm ready for that next stage of life, but at the same time, I'm not trying to rush anything away, as my dad would say, because I know that there's going to be a time that I get back into when I'm in the work world where I'm like, man, I just wish I was in college again and I had all that free time. But I'm excited for that because I'm just wait to see where God kind of leads and guides me and um, might be back in Winston. It might be somewhere else, but that's okay. Like I said, nonetheless, even when we don't know where God is kind of leading us, God is still good. Uh, So I am really excited to get into that uh, next stage of life. I think Allie and Matthew are uh, planning to move back to Winston-Salem this coming summer. So I'm excited that all of us will kind of be in the same, relatively same town, or at least same state if they don't move back to Winston. I know they're planning on moving back to uh, North Carolina. So that's exciting. Um, I'm really just updating y'all on my life. But man, it's been good. I've um I've had I've had a good semester so far. We're about 6 7 weeks in. It's been the best semester I've had up here at Liberty yet. Uh which I've been very grateful for. I, you know, I really prayed this su- this summer that God would just kind of Christmas break, excuse me. God would give me uh some good community up here and I've just been so grateful that the Lord has been able to answer that prayer. Um he's grown equipped a lot, which I've been in so blessed for there is a good chance that God is calling me into developing um, equipped into more of just a podcast more than just a podcast but um, into a ministry um, as well and so I've been very excited to see where God leads but at the same time it's kind of like a little bit daunting per se because you're like okay we're excited to see where God leads but at the same time it's like you want to know and be able to plan, but you know, that's not always how God operates. And if God's calling me into it full time, I want to be able to have my yes on the table and just go, um, all in for it. Because if that's what he has for me, then that's what I want. Cause I know whatever he has for me might be different than what I want, but it's also better than what I want. So I just have to keep telling myself that and keep trying to lean in and see where God, uh, has led and, and guided me, uh, for that time and season. But I do want to hop on here and give y'all some updates about Equipped um, coming up. I'm excited. We've got some big plans coming up and I, I'm i thrilled that y'all are able to be a part of it. So one of those big plans, that's my little drum beat. Um, if I had some special effects, I would do that. I don't really have any special effects. Maybe I should purchase a little drum thing. Um, but it wasn't that good anyways the special announcement one of the special announcements is we have merch coming we're super excited about this and i'm going to share a little bit about what it is the designs of it all of that fun stuff with you here right now um so basically what it is 
Uh, a few months ago, I was really praying to see where God was kind of leading, equipped, and, um, you know, where where he, he wanted it to continue to go. And one of the things I felt as though he was putting on my heart was to get your brand out there. Um, and I know that kind of seems a little bit weird, but I think that there is a lot of um, unique opportunities that can occur when you do that. Um, you get your brand out there, people start asking, hey, you know, you know, what is that? Or what does that mean? Or, Hey, I really like your sweatshirt, t-shirt, all that stuff. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to be able to share the gospel a little bit with them. Um, so the first initial design when I was with all my heart, I was like, man, I really want this to be like minimalistic, simple. Um, when you see it, you know what it is. And so we went with a simple design of just, we have two different designs. One that just says equipped in all caps across the chest. It's nothing big. So it's E-Q-U-I-P-P-E-D in all caps and then period. Um, and those come in black and white lettering. And then they come in a slew of different colors. We have um, sweatshirts, crewnecks, which the crewnecks and sweatshirts are phenomenal. Um, and then we have short sleeve t-shirts, also great, and long sleeve shirts. The long sleeves are also particularly amazing because they are comfort colors. So I have all of, I've already ordered a lot of the stuff just so I could see what I was getting. Um, and they are all great. I love the sweatshirt. It's super thick. I love the crew neck because I'm a crew neck guy. Um, it's also quality material, both for the sweatshirt and for the crew neck. The t-shirts are great material as well. They're, um, they're not like crappy thin t-shirts. They're good t-shirts are quality. And then the long sleeve shirts are obviously comfort colors. And so I'm assuming that most of y'all have had a comfort color shirt before. Uh, and they're great. They're good quality. They last forever. I'm currently wearing one right now from my freshman year of college. Uh, I'm a senior now, so that goes to show how long it's lasted, but it's a great quality shirt. We wanted to make sure that we were getting good stuff out to y'all, but the amazing thing is too, we have a different design, which I'm really excited. And personally, I love both the designs, but this one is probably my favorite. Um, so it is the standard equipped, but then underneath the word equipped, which is across the chest, um, right near your sternum there's a paragraph that is intentionally small. Some people may be like, well, why would you intentionally put it small? And that is a great question. The reason that I would intentionally put it small was so that people would ask what it says, the paragraph would say. So we wanted our merch and shirts to be conversation starters because when they are conversation starters, it gives you an opportunity to build community with whoever's asking you about the shirt. The three areas that we like to encourage people are through honest conversations, personal experiences, and biblical encouragement. Um, and I've actually seen this lived out because when I first wore my um, shirt, uh, when it first came in, people were asking about what it said, and I was able to share a little with them about the mission and vision behind Equipped. And the three areas that I say um, are so important, like I said, are honest conversation, personal experiences, and biblical encouragement. And those are important because I'm a firm believer of the power of community. And I say that because the community was a phenomenal tool that I was able to use when I was healing from um, my mental health. It was a tool that I was very thankful for and that God placed in my life. And I was very, um, I was lacking community when I first kind of started going through that journey, but God has just supplied it. And so you might say, okay, well, what do those three things have to do with community? 
They're big on community because on a human to human level, when you share honest conversation, personal experiences, and you get vulnerable with another human, you are creating community within y'all's conversation. You are able to get vulnerable with someone and say, hey, this is the honest conversation and personal experiences I've shared, and this is how it's impacted me. You create that community and you suddenly start to realize that, hey, I'm not alone in what I'm going through. I'm not alone in feeling what I'm feeling because the evil one is going to make you feel like you are alone. He's going to do everything he can to get you in isolation. But the amazing thing is God desires for his children to be in community and honest conversation and personal experiences are what kind of stirs up and starts that community. So then you say, okay, well, we have community. How can we create Christian community? Well, it's the same two before, but you're able to give biblical encouragement back and forth to each other. So there isn't uh, anything better really than having a Christian community around you that supports you um, and is honest with you. You think, think of like a Sunday school class or a, I guess, Bible fellowship group, you know, that, you know, that meets during the week or just a Bible group. Maybe it's a group of guys, a group of girls. I'm sure there's a time in your life where you've experienced that and you've experienced the power of community when God is present there. Y'all are able to encourage each other. Y'all are able to love each other uh, through that community. And I think that it is so powerful because when you do have that, you're able to encourage each other with scripture. You're able to encourage each other with the power of prayer. Um, in the Bible, it clearly talks about where two or more are gathered in my name, I'm there. Um, and so that's why I kind of believe that uh, equipped, excuse me, equipped is so important um, and the areas are important. So Nonetheless, our second design that I just went on that little tangent is the word equipped like the other shirt is. But underneath it, it says that we believe that being equipped allows God's grace to keep us focused on the purpose of the church in which we are a group of redeemed sinners who are growing into Christ likeness together. I thought that was so powerful because I looked up the definition of equipped like in a church definition, and I kind of found that online. Um, and I was like, that's, an, that's, a, that's a great thing. So I changed some wording around with it. Um, and then plopped it on the shirt. And so um, I, did, I didn't like necessarily just copy and paste it. But um, I thought it was something that I, I so believed and thought was so true. Because if you really break that down, um, God's grace is the thing that keep us, keeps us focused on the purpose of the church. And when I say church there, I mean a capital C. So not just a little C church like a building, but a capital C church as in the body of believers. In which we are a group of sinners who have been redeemed. So some might be listening to say, okay, well, how have I been redeemed? You have been redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ who died the death that you should have died. He died the death for your sins, the sins that we commit every day, the sins that we've committed in the past and the sins that we've committed in the future have all been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on the on the hill of Calvary when he when he died on the cross for our sins. He died a brutal death for us, and that should have been our death. So we are a group of redeemed sinners who are growing into Christ-likeness together. So the more proper term for growing into Christ-likeness together is called the process of sanctification, which means growing to be more like Christ. A lot of uh, new believers sometimes think that when you accept Christ, the journey stops there. Well, that's honestly just the beginning of the journey, really. You're not just stopping there. Your journey of process of sanctification starts there, and it is a journey that you are on every day. And the goal is to have that journey positive. Now, it's not going to be two steps forward, two steps forward, two steps forward. You look at that on a graph, and that's just straight up. 
your journey in this might look like two steps forward, one step back. Well, look at that on a graph and it's still net growth. The reason I say it's going to be two step forward and one step back is because we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. Look at the news. You see, you see signs of brokenness in a sinful world on every headline we see. The news loves reporting on the things that people do that are so bad when a lot of times they discredit or don't report on the things that are amazing out there. I want this shirt and this design to be a a vision in a, I guess maybe a better word to say for that, is a showing of what God has done for us. God equips us. And when we have the Holy Spirit in our life, which the Holy Spirit is what equips us to get through every single day, when we have the Holy Spirit in our life, there is nothing impossible for God. Nothing is too impossible for God. Nothing. And so I want to be able to share that 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 journey. I want to be able to share my journey with y'all through Equipped. I mean, it was ultimately God that had me on this journey to eventually be able to start Equipped. And through that, I've been able, not through me, God has simply used me as a vessel. I mean, I want to make this very clear for anyone that's listening to this. This is not my podcast. This is not Colby Hale's podcast. This is a God's podcast where he is just using me to be the voice. He is using me to share what he has done in my life. I've had a lot of people say recently as I've started sharing more and more about what it is that I'm doing, I'm wearing the merch out, uh, I've got cards made, I'm sharing about it in class, and people are like, man... How have you not? How have I not known this about you? Um, to be to be completely truthful, the reason that I don't always share about this ministry, um, and I guess share it a lot, is because I don't want anybody to ever look at me and say, "Wow, look at what Colby has done," because it has not been me. I mean, let's just break it down. Who brought me into this world? God did. He used my parents as vessels. Who brought me through high school through the death of Nathan and Carlos? Obviously wasn't me. We saw the path I was going down if I just tried to do it by myself. I had to realize that was what I realized I couldn't do it by myself. God brought me through that. So who brought me through the hardest point in my life? God did. Who brought me to Liberty University? God did. Who brought me through my mental health struggles and still continues to do that? God did. Who started equipped? Whose idea was it? It was God's idea. Who did he use to do that? He used me to do that. But I'm only here because he's given me a voice and a story to tell. So I challenge you in your life, whether it's in your work life, whether it's in your family life, whether it's in your life with your friends, how is God able to use you in your story? I was able, I, One of my favorite things about this podcast is truly just being able to sit down with people and listen to their stories. To be able to build community with them because it's so beautiful when you're able to build community with someone, especially a Christ follower, you're able to share experiences and you're able to hear things that other people went through that you never know. Otherwise, basically, you never know otherwise. But how are you supposed to share that if you're not willing to speak about it? Now, I full know well that not everyone has the gift of being able to speak, and I'm not saying that I do. Now, there are experiences that each and every one has gone through that they don't love to talk about. 
goodness gracious, there's so many experiences that I've gone through in my life that I don't, I guess, love to talk about. As many of you know, well, I don't know if many of you know, but I was not a great kid in high school. Man, I rebelled. I didn't, I grew up in a very loving family. My parents loved me to death. But when I experienced a little bit of freedom, you know, I took that inch that they gave me and took it a mile. You know, and I'm not afraid to talk about that now because I know that I'm, one, I'm a different person. And two, God's redeemed me from that. He's redeemed me from my past. You know, and you got to believe that. You got to be willing to talk about that because God is in the business of doing what gives him the most glory. And now for some of us, that may seem a little bit prideful, but he's God and he can do that. And so through this vision and mission of equipped of what God has done, I don't want anybody to ever think, wow, look at what Colby has done, because it has not been me. Every single step of the way, and I mean every single step of the way, has been because God has given me an idea and God has grown that idea within me. And that is what I'm in the business of doing. I'm in the business of sharing that. I'm in the business of being able to say, hey, look what God did, because good gracious, if I had to do this on my own, I mean, the first thing I told God when God told me to do this was, God, I'm not equipped to do that. I'm not a techie guy. I'm not creative. I can't do this. I can't do that. And he said, I know you can't, but I'm going to equip you to do that. And that's what's amazing because God doesn't always call those who are already equipped. He equips those who he calls. And you ask why? It's because God is able to equip any and everyone for any and everything. And when he does that, He knows that those who are most likely unequipped to do what he is calling, he is in the business of equipping, and he knows that those people will give him the honor and the glory for it. And I want all the honor and glory to go to God. I really do. Now, I'm so proud of what God has built. Like, I really really am. I, I try to not shy away from an opportunity to tell what God has done in my life, but I don't ever want it to seem like it's coming off in a prideful or arrogant way. I'll tell you a story. Um... The other day, I was wearing my equipped shirt out. It was my white crew neck, and I was wearing it to this church event. Um, I was like, well, this will be a good a good way to kind of uh, talk about what God has done in my life. So I wore it out. It was my first time wearing it out. I got it in like the night before. I was like, okay, I'm going to wear it. I wore it out, and I had the first person come up and say, wow, I really like that sweatshirt. And I was just, I froze, completely froze. Some might say fumbled the bag. I was like, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Like that, thank you. And right then and there was my golden opportunity to say, hey, you know, let's build that community. Let's be honest and share what God has done. And I just completely fumbled it. And I felt so bad after. I was like, man, like God, you gave me that opportunity to be able to go and share what God has done through my life. Like that could have been something that he struggled with or something that he knows someone who struggled with. And he would have been able to go and share Um, you know, my podcast or anything like encouragement with them. And I just fumbled it. And I felt so bad after I was just like, you know what, I've got to give myself some grace because this is the first time. And so I've tried every now after I've worn it and people have been like, Hey, man, I really like that. I've been like, Hey, you know, it's coming out and you know, it launches in April. I'm super excited to share it. It's my podcast about mental health, about what God has done in my life. Um, yeah, you know, go give it a listen. You know, I encourage you to share what God has done in your life with other people. Because if we're able to share what God has done in each other's lives, think of the snowballing effect that that could have. One great example of this is my sister, Allie. Um, 
over back in, I think it was in October, she had a miscarriage. Um, an incredibly hard time in, in her life and her husband's life and in our family's life. And she was so willingly and graciously able to sit uh, before a mic and share her journey and experience and what God has been teaching her through that miscarriage. Um, she was so brave and, and she was so uh, open and willing to do that because she felt as though if she had a story, who knows who else might be in that same boat as she is. And let me tell you, when she when that podcast episode came out, so many people reached out to her and built was able to build a community around her that was praying for her, a community that was able to be open and honest with her. And she had so many people, women, come beside her and say, hey, my husband and I actually went through the same thing. Here's, here's what helped me. Or, hey, this happened to me, and I want to share how it influenced me. So many people um, reached out to her, and I was so grateful for that. Because she was so willing and, and, and bold to share something that God had did in her life. And she was, she was vulnerable. And that vulnerability led to an influx of community that she had. All glory to God for that. Um, and I think it's so cool because there's her episode actually is the number one episode. I think we have, this will be the 17th episode that we've posted and her episode is the number one episode out there right now. And I think that's so cool because we've had a lot of big names on here, and I'm not discrediting them at all. But just a normal person with a, with a story that um, a lot of people can relate to. Maybe you've gone through a miscarriage, or you know someone who has. A very normal story. It's amazing because he used a normal person in a normal, somewhat normal story to impact and influence so many other people. So you might be listening to this right now and thinking, wow, that's great, but I don't really have a story or, or, or I don't really have a lot of followers or I don't really have influence. Well, I'd be willing to tell you that God doesn't care about that. God will want to use your story however he can. So the more that we can share our stories with one another, the more community that we can build. I have a friend out in Hawaii, um, Kona, Hawaii. Went out there this summer. It was a really co cool opportunity to go out there and spend some time with him and just do some podcasting stuff. Um, it was really, really cool. But he has created this ministry basically called Stories of Our Savior. Um, highly recommend going to uh, look at some of the stuff they did. I'm pretty sure that they have a website. Um, but he's all in the business of being able to just go talk to people um, and and basically share a story uh, of our savior to share how God has done something amazing in their life. And it's been so cool. The stories that he's been able to get and see, but he's, he's giving a platform to people to be able to go share their stories. And that's really what I, what I love about what he's doing. Um, and just kind of the way I kind of shape my podcast, I want to be able to give a platform to people who feel as though they have a story or feel as though they have a, um, something that they want to share that God's put on their heart. Um, I had, I recorded with a guy last week, his name is Colby Ray, and his episode is upcoming, I think, next week on March 3rd, if I'm correct with the dates. But he actually reached out to me and said, hey man, I feel as though like I kind of have a, sh a story to share, do you mind if we sit down and talk? And so I sat down and talked, and I was like, of course, brother, like I would love to be able to, 
I'm, I'm honored that you would think of me to be able to share your story. And God has done amazing work in his life and in his family's life through tragedy. Um, and so I'm super excited to put that episode out to y'all next week. comes out March 3rd. Um, out of all the guests we have, he has just the best name, Colby Ray. I mean, Colby, I mean, just who's got a better name? I just, I just thought it was a really cool name. I don't know anybody. I'm not talking about myself there, and I'm just messing. Great name, though. I'm super excited to be able to put that episode out for y'all and just his willingness to come on. But of course, I want, if anyone, any of y'all that are listening to this right now and say, hey, like, no, I feel like God um, has done a lot of cool things in my life. And uh, maybe you've never done a podcast before. Maybe you don't know how to do it, or maybe you don't really know how to sh- how to share your story. Please reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me on my personal Instagram account, which is just Colby Hales, or uh, the Equipped Podcast. Just send me a quick direct message: e q u i p p e d dot p o d c a s t. If Colby hadn't have reached out to me, I would have never known his story. But he was willing to be vulnerable, um, and and through that, we were able to build community and just share his story to put out there. So I love hearing y'all stories. So please, I would love if y'all were able to reach out to me and just kind of share what God is doing, because that not only encourages me, but it encourages you to be able to go share that and be more vulnerable with people. And I'm all for vulnerability. I think uh, specifically guys need to be more intentional to do that. But yeah, guys, um, please, I would love to hear from y'all. Again, I know that this episode wasn't necessarily in particular about anything uh, like a a specific topic, but I just kind of wanted to go over some brief topics with y'all with the merch, some things that God was putting on my heart for Equipped. There are some um, upcoming things as well other than the merch, which I said the merch drops April 1st. Uh, We're doing some photo shoots with it soon. We're doing the final designs for it um, and then just kind of going to get it out there. Uh, And so I'm super, super stoked about it. Like I said, more will be will come out as time goes on and as God continues to work. Um, I'm all in the business of sharing those things with y'all so that y'all can be praying. And um, who knows, God might be using you through it as well. But I love you guys. What should we do? I feel like we should do a fun little, a fun little game. Let me think. I'm trying to think of some questions that y'all can get to know me better for. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up on my phone. Um, Fun get-to-know-me questions. See if we can find some good ones. I do this a lot um, with guests because I love the idea of y'all being able to get to know our guests on a more personal level. Um, Fun fact, I'm going over to Tony's tonight. Tony's episode came out last week. Again, thank you all for the encouragement for Tony's episode. Y'all did, y'all were, y'all were so encouraging. Um, I've been so grateful. Tony, uh, an amazing story. If you have not heard his story, go back and listen to it. It's last week's episode. Um, and because I was able to share that with him, he invited me over to a cookout tonight with him and his lovely wife. And we are going to go cook out, eat some burgers. Like I said, Tony is a big Monopoly player. So who knows? We might have to break out the Monopoly board. But let's let's get to some questions. Hmm. What are your hobbies? That's a great question. I my hobbies, I very much enjoy playing golf on a beautiful day like today. Actually, I didn't get to go play today, but I was too busy. I had certain things I needed to get done. But if I didn't have that, I would love to go play golf. Um, I like playing uh, Xbox in my free time. I love just playing some NHL hockey, uh, um, some FIFA, some soccer. 
another one of my hobbies is soccer. I love playing soccer. I've played ever since I was really young. Um, I am a goalkeeper, so that's exciting. Next question. Do you collect anything? Oof, I do collect something. For those of you that know me really close, you'll know that I collect these, but I actually collect Matchbox cars. Um, I have probably, I'm looking at them now, I probably have like, I don't know, I have a ton. Um, put them up on my wall. They're great gifts. I go to Target, Walmart. They're like a dollar. Um, my favorite car out of that collection, I have a, I have a few different types. I have an old... Matchbox produced this 1954 Coca-Cola truck in 1990, and I have that. It's still in the box and everything. It has never been opened. Um, I have that sitting on my wall. That was a pretty cool one. I've got some open part, like moving parts Matchbox cars. You might think I'm really weird or a nerd. Um, I have some Top Gun edition, Top Gun Maverick edition Matchbox cars. Those are really cool. I've got a whole electric version. Um, let me think. I have some Bentleys, Mercedes. I would have to say the Porsches. I've got some cool, a really cool Porsche. Um, a big Porsche guy. I'd probably say the Porsche. I don't know. I got some old ones too. I got some G-Wagons, some Bentley Bentegas, some Teslas. But yeah, so that's something weird about me that a lot of people don't know. I do collect Matchbox cars. So if you ever want to send me a Matchbox car, I'd be very appreciative of that. I'll put it on my wall. Maybe even feature you. What is your most prized possession in life? Oh, that's a great one. My most prized possession. This is probably something that a lot of people don't know, but I still sleep with my baby blanket. I'm 21 years old. I'm not afraid to admit it. I love it. it gives me that sense of home. You know what I'm saying? Some of you might be like, oh, he's weird. I don't care. I love my baby blanket. It's like a little piece of shred now, um, but it, it's the idea that counts. What's the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh, man, that's a toughie. Let's think. What's the greatest accomplishment of Colby's life? I grew up playing sports, grew up playing soccer. My senior year for my school, I was able to get all region, all conference, and all state. That was a great accomplishment. And then that following that year, my school gave me the first ever Athlete of the Year award. Uh, that was a very That was a very cool accomplishment. I was very grateful for that. I don't know. I would probably have to say greatest accomplishment in life, either sports or starting equipped because you guys have been awesome. And through equipped, I've been able to meet so many amazing people and share so many cool stories. So I would have to say probably something in that realm. Um, we're going to do a few more here because like I said, this is a shorter episode. We're only at 34 minutes. I'm probably going to go till 40, but what is the greatest challenge or struggle you've ever faced? Probably my mental health. Um, I that was a that was a hard one. Um, obviously, y'all kind of know about that, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's like a new get to know me question. What is your favorite random fact? Ooh, that's a toughie. So I'm a big fact guy. I love facts. I have a fact for almost anything um, because I think I love researching, and so I always find facts. Random fact: My dad's been struck by lightning. I think that's a, a, a unique one. Terry Hales, some people call him Scary Terry because, you know, when Terry lays down the law, sometimes can be scary. He really only was scary with me when I was an idiot. Um, yeah, and a fact. I guess that's a fact. That's a cool thing. My dad's been struck by lightning, and he didn't die. Look up the statistics of that. He should be dead, but he's not. Thankful he's not. 
but yeah, my dad got struck by lightning when I was really young. Uh, so that was really cool. Not cool that he got struck, but like cool that I can say that he didn't die. Um, let's do like two more. I'm going to do two more. All right. Um, um, okay. What, <laughs> what kind of elderly person do you hope to be? That's a random one. Um, I'm trying to find the random ones. Uh, I hope to be a happy elderly person, um, that doesn't like struggle with like pains and aches. Um, a great example of this happy elderly person is my grandfather, Terry Hill senior. So Terry Hill senior is my dad's dad. Um, and he is a big influence in my life. Um, he's gone through a lot in life. I'm not going to lie. He was a Colonel in the army and in the military. And, um, recently he's had a lot of health battles, but every single time you see him, he just has the, uh, persona to keep fighting. And he just has the ability to say, it's all, it's okay. Like God's got me. And I think that his outtake on life has been very, um, influencing to me just because even if he doesn't feel like putting on a brave face or putting on a smile when someone walks in the room he will um and so my grandfather is someone that I uh look up to a lot um he has impacted my life a whole lot I've been very grateful to have a grandfather that um is so wise in that aspect and my other grandfather is the same exact way and I've been very grateful to have two grandparents and two grandfathers in my life that are um, encouraging to me, who people that I look up to, and um, just are all, all around amazing people. I love them to death. Uh, so hopefully I get to see them this weekend. Um, the last question, I said that we were going to do two more. So this is my last question. Uh, what's one thing that makes me really upset? when people are late and I think that that's true. My grandfather, I was just telling you about Terry Hill senior told me a quote when I was younger and it says to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late and to be late is unacceptable. I think that it all boils down to respect. When you're meeting someone at a certain time, be there early because it respects their time. Even if they're not there, be there early, it respects their time. Don't ever be late. Now, some people say, Oh, I really struggle with this. Well, trying to not <laughs> I'm just kidding no I understand it's a struggle for some people but I think that being early uh is a respectful thing to be it is you know you show up to an uh, interview early you show that you respect them show up to a meeting with your friends early you respect your friends um it's just a good habit to be in when you're early you're on time um when you're on time it's okay to be on time but in my book I deem you late and when you're late woo, sometimes it really gets under my skin and that's something I got to work for uh and work with anyways guys that was a fun little game we did. I'm going to have to do that more often. I enjoyed that. You get to know me more. Um, I get to know my guests more when we do it. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Be safe. I challenge you this weekend. Reach out to someone that you have not heard. You Reach out to someone that you haven't heard from in a while. Ask how they're doing. Tell them Jesus loves you. 
it's an important thing. Some people need to know that. Some people need the reassurance. Some people need to just hear that. Um, so be intentional. Be intentional this weekend. Um, have a good weekend. Relax. Rest. Go to church. Be in the church. I love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.